Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. Sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time and attention. I know you have other things vying for that, so I will try and use it wisely. Sadly, here on the homestead, the temperature is starting to go back up, which is depressing for someone like me that really loves fall. Um, still not getting a lot of rain, as I was talking to another gentleman this week here that <clears throat> excuse me, has some cattle. Uh, he was bemoaning the lack of rain. It's hard to grow grass when you don't have any water. And it's hard to grow cattle when you don't have any grass. Or at least it becomes a very expensive proposition. <clears throat> Excuse me. Little side note there, folks. You think about uh, all the farmers and ranchers we've got across the country. You go to the grocery store, and uh, as a parent, as an adult, you see it. And as a kid, you might ask your parents about it if you're in junior high, high school, or even college, and you're still living off their dole, their dime. Uh, ask them what the prices have been in the grocery store. But you think about those farmers and those ranchers, they're not somehow suddenly making more money, folks. It's not like they started increasing the price of their product to make more profit. They're still struggling just as much as they were, if not more. It's just the policies that we have and have had for a long time, folks. This isn't just in particular to Biden. We've been going down this road for a long time. Uh, and it's not going to just be solved by putting Trump in office or whoever, RFK, whoever you want to put in. The problem is us. It's a heart problem. It's an internal problem. Uh, and we've been choosing really poor leaders because we've been choosing really poor policies, uh, character traits, virtues for a really long time. Uh, and that's just true across the board, whether it's inflation or education or anything else. So, but... Realize that those farmers and ranchers, they're, they're struggling too. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast, for the people that listen to it and share it. Bless them and their families. Keep them safe. Surround them with your angels. Protect them from evil of any kind. Father, guide us as a nation, as individuals, back to you. Be with our educators and our schools, our administrators, counselors. Guide them and uh, help us, Lord, to make the really tough decisions that are going to have to be made about in our, our marriages, our families, raising our children, educating our children, the nation, the direction we're going. 
we can't do it, Lord. We're not doing it. We're going to have to have you step in and help and do it for us. Just guide us, please. And guide my words here, Father. In your Son's name we pray. Amen. So, I've done a couple of these recently. Uh, haven't done a lot until, I don't know, the last few months. Still not doing a lot. Uh, but we're going to take a little break from Patrick Henry uh, to talk about an article out of the Epic Times. I think I mentioned it in the last podcast. Uh, great newspaper, by the way. Uh, the best newspaper, without doubt that I have come across in years. So if you want to subscribe to a newspaper, if you have the money to do it, uh, I highly recommend this. It's, they send out one paper per week, which is nice because it gives you kind of time to get into the articles and, and really actually read it instead of just trying to rush through it so that you can get to the next day's paper, right? So if you get a chance, great newspaper, Epic Times. We're going to look at an article here by Jackson Elliott. And so one of the main goals of this podcast is to educate, right? We have done such a poor job in education and... I can't tell you the number of teachers and educators, administrators, counselors. I've talked to a number in different places. We're doing just about everything wrong in education today that we could possibly do. Uh, now, you're going to have some, some teachers, educators, administrators out there, counselors that drink the Kool-Aid. Uh, and they're going to tell you, no, we're doing a great job. Or they're going to tell you we're doing a poor job for the wrong reasons. And, and some of that might be ignorance. A lot of it is just malevolence, just a purposeful deception. But one of the main goals of this podcast is education because we've done such a poor job. And a lot of these quotes, the majority of these quotes that we read on this podcast, most of the people in the country... 99, I don't know what the percent is, folks. You figure it out in your own personal life. Ask a few people. Ask 10 people and see how many of them know the quotes that we talk about on a day-to-day -day basis here. I certainly did not before I started doing this podcast. The ones that I had heard as a school-age child, which were few enough to begin with, I'd already forgotten. So... And the reason I mention that is because we're doing a poor job in education because we've taken the core principles out. We've taken God and the Bible out of education. That's it. School choice is great. We had a podcast we did recently on that. Uh, it's a necessary step, it seems, these days, but it's not going to really solve the problem. And the problem is that the overwhelming majority of students today in America are being educated in a godless public education system. And so 
again, school choice, great option today. Love the fact that a lot of states are turning that way, but it's not going to solve the problem. The problem is we've got to put God and the Bible back at the center of publicly funded education in America, or we just should do away with publicly funded education in America, which is a horrible idea. So this article, how does this all tie in? Because this article is going to show you two things. One, there's no politically neutral, no ideologically neutral education. That's a lie that the left is sold. That's a lie that a lot of people that consider themselves conservatives, right? Uh, traditional liberal uh, progressive thinkers, that's, that's a lie that they've bought into. And you hear it from a lot of people, even on the conservative side. We need a politically neutral public education. We just want them to teach math and science and history and English. And you're brain dead if you think you can teach all of those things somehow politically neutral. You're absolutely brain dead. That's not the kindest way to put it. Um, I'm not really sure that Jesus is smiling at me right now saying that. I'm a little bit frustrated. Uh, and that comes out. You are not thinking. How about that? Maybe that's a better way to say it. You are absolutely not thinking logically. If you think, if you really believe that you can have a politically neutral education system. The other part this article is going to show is the absolute waste of taxpayer money. And those two go hand in hand, but you'll see it. So the title of this article by Jackson Elliott in the Epic Times, U.S. grants $4.1 billion, with a B, bravo, billion dollars to LGBT trans initiatives. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, there's a couple parts in this article. I don't even want to read, I'm not going to, some of the research that this money is going to because it is so disgusting, so revolting. I don't even want to think about it or have that image in my brain housing group. During the past three fiscal years, Three years, over a billion dollars a year, folks, right? Four divided by three is over one. $4.1 billion in federal money from taxpayers has gone to LGBT initiatives in the United States and around the world. So while we've got homeless uh, epidemics in some cities in our nation, while we have veterans who risk their life and limb for our country, who are homeless or receiving horribly substandard medical care, who can't feed themselves, we are going to spend $4 billion with a B on how we can be more immoral as a society, more sinful as a society, more broken as a society, how we can better break up families and marriages and scar children. That's what we're going to spend money on. We're not going to build a, a wall to help secure our nation. 
but we're going to spend money on sexual deviancy. We're not going to spend money teaching our children about the founding principles of the nation because we're doing a really bad job at that, folks. So if we need more money at something, we need more money teaching our children about the founders and the principles of Christ that built the nation, right? But we're not going to spend it on that. We're going to spend it on how to be, well, I'll just, I'll read you a few. Uh, one proposal. So most of these are grants, right? Grants are where the government gives you the money and you don't have to pay it back. Basically, that's, that's an oversimplification. Whereas you get a loan, the government gives you the money, but you got to pay it back, right? Okay. So uh, a lot of loans for kids going to college that they theoretically have to pay back to the government, to the taxpayer, which is a whole nother subject. I'm not going to go down that path right now. Uh, one, one proposal was for encouraging diversity, equity, and inclusion in Serbia, right? Serbia, not the United States, workplaces and business communities by promoting economic empowerment and opportunity for LGBTQI plus people. $500,000. Plans, multiple plans overall to create safe spaces, safe spaces, right? for LGBTQ youths and adults to seek support and resources. $1.8 million in one grant, actually, from the U.S. government for the LGBT Life Center in Norfolk, Virginia. So we're going to build a life center to help promote sexual deviancy and brokenness and hurt children and families, but not to work to provide housing for our veterans. Just kind of interesting, uh, over the past fiscal year that ended at the end of September, government issued 400 54,821 grants. Of the grants that had something to do with uh, LGBTQ community, and they were at least $1 million or more in payout, uh, $3.7 billion combined. But of course, there's a lot of grants that fall under that million dollar window. Department of Education, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to read that one. It's, it's revolting. Uh, $3.5 million, though, to do some pretty nasty research. Oh, this one. This was one of my favorites. This is a great one. $350,000 in 2023 for the National Endowment for the Humanities to translate the Homosaurus. My wife always picks on me because I say Theosaurus, like a dinosaur, because I liked dinosaurs as a kid. And right, it's actually Thesaurus, 
I hope, I think. Uh, but I'm going to say Homosaurus here because I really don't know how to pronounce it anyway. It is a, a thesaurus of LGBT terms. And we're giving $350,000 from the National Endowment for the Humanities to translate that into Spanish. The Homosaurus, just in case you wondered, defines sexual terms such as anonymous sex, aromantic porn films, pederasts, don't even know what that is, sorry, probably should, but I don't, children's sexuality and gay children. <laughs> Almost half a million. That has to make you smile, folks. I know this podcast is going over. We're going to keep going. Just so we all have a clue. Uh, the Homosaurus also has reclassified uh, certain words. Yeah, I'm not going to. They're, they're words that may basically, they're trying to make it out so that your people who are sexually attracted to the elderly, to people aged 15 to 19, and to children aged 11 to 14 to normalize it. That's the point. They've redefined the terms. Uh, 324,000 to map historical LGBTQ spaces through gay travel guides. Just real quick side note. This is what happens, folks, when you hyphenate Americans when you take those core values laid out in the foundation based on the principles of Christ out of America, you start to get this division, right? So we can't just have plain old travel guides, we need gay travel guides. And we're gonna spend $324,000 of the taxpayer money to do it. A million dollars to a company or organization outright action uh, who advocates for LGBT groups in places like Nigeria, South Africa, Uganda, Ukraine, the Philippines, Iran, and China. So we're going to send a million dollars over to these places to help promote sexual deviancy and, and the breakdown of the family in those places too. Not just We want to break their families down too. We don't want to just break our own United States families down. I, this one just kind of made me chuckle. Another grant pays for a social biography uh, of same-sex desire in post-colonial Ireland. Gender identity development among Belarusian teenage girls and vulnerable families. $1.4 million to Boston College to study the mechanisms of health promotion in diverse youth through gay-straight alliances and those clubs primarily founded, or the, the funds were used for the promotion of those clubs in Massachusetts middle and high schools, just in case you don't think that they're trying to hurt young children. So there's, there's one quote here at the end of the article. It's a great quote, again, by Jackson Elliott in Epic Times. And I'm going to read the last couple paragraphs of this. These grants go to 
community partners. The community partners, quote unquote, then go in and work to change the procedure in the schools to favor and teach LGBTQ worldviews. Um, federal government is providing these funds against the will of most Americans, according to uh, Miss Justice, who was interviewed, who's a co-founder of Moms for Liberty. The part of this that really struck me is this against the will of most Americans. And there's a quote about 70% of Americans want schools to teach basic educational skills and don't want gender ideology or sexual orientation instruction in the classrooms. Here's a problem again. A, it's irrelevant what most Americans want or don't want in the sense of if it goes against the truth, right? So you can have a lot of people and, and history shows this time and time again. This is the mob mentality. This is why the founders feared true democracy, rightfully so. Uh, this is what the mob did in Nazi Germany. It's what the mob did in Leninist, Stalinist Russia. It's what the mob did at the Cultural Revolution with Mao in China. It's what the mob does, right? This is why our founders feared true democracy. They didn't set us up as a democracy. They set us up as a republic, a constitutional republic. Just because the majority of Americans think something is a good idea doesn't make it a good idea. Especially when the majority of us are morally defunct, which we seem to be today. The second part of this is the blatant non-thinking I'll use that word again, idea that we can have politically neutral or ideological neutral education in America. Look, folks, you're either going to have education that promotes truth, that has the principles of God and Jesus Christ at the center, or you're going to have education that goes the other way. It's, you're never going to be standing still. C.S. Lewis made some great comments. A number of other people have, too. You're always moving one way or the other. You're not stagnant. Your marriage, each day, each action, it's either improving or getting worse. You as a person, each day you're either making yourself a little bit better or a little bit worse, a little bit closer to God and Jesus Christ or a little bit closer to the devil. You're not staying the same. Look at professional athletes. Talk to them. They're going to tell you, right? The idea of maintain is temporary at best. You're trying to improve. And if you're not improving each day, then you got to be moving in the other direction. And so our education system, this is why school choice isn't going to work. And I'm going to wrap it up here, folks. I know we're way over. You, we're either going to have a public education system that strengthens our nation today or that weakens it. The idea of a neutral education system, it's just false. It's, it's a false flag, false whatever you want to call it. It's not going to happen. And so if we're going to fix this, you've got to put God and Jesus Christ back in the center of education. If you get a chance, share the podcast with someone today i would appreciate it y'all are what help it spread if you want to contact the podcast american soul podcast at gmail.com 
If you can find $3 a month, you can invest uh, in the podcast and you get all the exclusive episodes we do each month. God bless y'all. God bless your marriages. God bless your families. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.